They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Welcome to the Combini Boys podcast, where my friend Mike and I share the latest and greatest from Japan's amazing convenience stores. In this week's episode, Mike and I go Combini adjacent and look at the Gimoto Frappuccino campaign at Starbucks, featuring unique frappuccinos from all 47 prefectures. We take a look at the new item scoreboard, share our winners and losers for the week, and Mike continues his assault on the half-day vegetable claims out of the Konbini. Now, let's head off to the Konbini. They're the Konbini, they're the Konbini, they're the Konbini, they're the Konbini, boys. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Well, two thumbs up, Mike. I am fully vaccinated. Got my second oh. shot of Moderna last Monday, so it's party time, Mike. Actually, one week out. Got a two-week uh, period post-second shot before you're fully immune. But uh, no, can't wait to you know just butt naked party time all summer long. So, <laughs> all things are good over here. How are things over in Kudobe? Oh man, Matt, I am doing so great this afternoon this evening um i uh i gotta tell you i had one of the best days i've had in a long time and let me tell you why we took leo to his first amusement park today oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. and uh, matt i don't know about you but i i think it's fair to say i'm one of the oh, great yeah. lovers of uh amusement parks matt you know of my good memories which i'm having less and less each day <laughs> You know, um, that sort of shining beacon of hope for me, that's, uh, that's Bush Gardens in Williamsburg, Virginia, Matt. Um, oh. I don't know if I've ever told you, you know, my dad and I, we'd go every year. One oh, time wow. I, we rode the Big Bad Wolf roller coaster 13 <laughs> times in a day, Matt. 13 times. It's got to be some sort of record, you know, park record there. Um, so, you know, I, you know the, the amusement parks for me, they're like... The, the premium like joy you know the premium amusement um and to take leo today to his first amusement park was awesome we took him nearby town um mirage land um uh you know a very small amusement park but you know he had an awesome time oh, yeah. and uh you know just seeing him you know riding the rides having fun it was uh it was quite a day man i gotta tell you everybody loves an amusement park my God, uh, yeah. yeah, one of my great memories, going to Disney World, my dad waking us up at 5.30 so we could be at Space Mountain by 6 before the line <laughs> formed. Got to oh, go yeah. on it three times, oh, back uh, to back to back, because the old man had a plan. Yeah, it was, <laughs> he did the same thing with the Tower of Terror, actually. And... Uh, no, everybody. I've never been to Bush Gardens. That's supposed to be like the biggest. So maybe one day Leo takes a big old trip to Bush Gardens. But just ima- imagine if an amusement park's concessions were run by the Conveni. Ooh, that would wow. be something. Yeah, we'll uh, yeah think about that for a second. Yeah, man. I gotta say, you know, I am a fan of uh, amusement park concessions. Um, but you're exactly right. I think the Combini getting in there would be on top of, you know, sort of a, a step up for them. And I will say before we get on with the show, Bush Gardens Williamsburg ranked most beautiful amusement park <laughs> 20 years in a row. 20 Matt. Years so, um, in a row. so we can just do this as a non paid wow. advertisement, everybody. 
you want some fun, you want some day out with the fo- you know, with the family. Williamsburg Bush Gardens, everybody. All right. Like so I'm um, on that judge panel. It seems <laughs> a little fishy to me. Anyway, yeah, we're not here to hawk amusement parks. We're here to talk conbini here, Mike. And as usual, we got a lot to talk about. And um, you know, last week we were in the courthouse making a case. Yeah. I yeah. was putting melon pan on trial, prosecuting that item as mm-hmm. highly overrated. I even called it bad. You were defending it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it turned out that our followers, hey, you know, I lost. You won the case, Mike. Melon pan was voted decidedly good by an overwhelming margin mm-hmm. of, uh, of our followers on Twitter. So congratulations. But, Thank you. Um, Thank you. Um, I will say, yeah, it was I think the final tally, the final tally was uh, maybe seventy percent to thirty percent um, in favor that melon pan is good, and I think that's also sort of the 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 general to, to, ratio to, to, to of. Be fair, uh, <laughs> this vote was conducted before people had a chance to hear my brilliant Nomar Garcia Para versus Derek Jeter argument. So uh, it's worth conducting that again. Just want to make that point there real quick. That's true. It might swing more into my favor in that case. But um, anyways, Matt, so uh, what, uh, what, what are we talking about today then? Are we keeping up the trend of uh, looking at um, items? Yeah, so it, it, made, it got us thinking, you know, what are some other overrated items at the Conbini? We talk Conbini like it's uh, the greatest place on earth, and no doubt mm-hmm. about it, it is, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean everything in there is perfect. Or at least it doesn't stack up to what its reputation is out on the street. So we thought, okay, let's take a look at some overrated products at the Conbini, give our take on a few. So that's what we're going to be doing today. But before we dive into that, we put the, mm-hmm. we put the word out on Twitter. We asked our followers, oh, yeah. what is the most overrated item at the Conbini? And I'm proud to say one of the first replies we got, Mike, was from Slade Meat Fist. He said, mm-hmm. melon pan. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. No. How's that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he said melon pan. Am I doing this right? No, you're not doing yes. this right. This is a very, this is not the way that you should do this. <laughs> then we had PJ Mos OMC, our great legend, uh, convenient tournament legend. analyst. He said Karaage-kun likes the mm-hmm. flavor, but condensation in the container means by the time you eat it, it's usually soggy. That's true, um, yeah. but uh, I'm not sure I agree with Karaage-kun because it just has this spectacular amount of flavors legendary product i i still think it's appropriately rated yeah sure yep uh taco chu uh he said hentai manga hard to say that's overrated overrated yeah interesting yeah (laughs) i think most people do consider that to be atrocious garbage so um i guess you could still say it's overrated as atrocious garbage something worse than that um, we had definitely not a robot, say strong zero. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, there's a good case. Yeah, there's a good strong. case there. I agree. Yeah, good call deaths. on that. Yes. <laughs> uh, Daniel Beck said canned coffee, as did Jen in Japan. Canned coffee stuff is nasty. She said that got six likes. Jen in Japan kind of felt like she was trolling me all week. Um, mm. Listen, if anything, canned coffee is so underrated. It's it's unfair. This product needs more attention. I don't know why why people 
I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, yeah, it's you a... turn your brain on everybody. Ken Coffee is fantastic. Yeah, it's a sore spot for Matt. So, uh, yeah, let's move on on that. <laughs> and we had French fries from uh, Jace. I don't really... Hmm. Overrated? Does anybody even pay attention to French fries in the conbini? Because they're next to Chicky, American Dogs, Yakitori. I, I think they're... Yeah, it's pretty run-of-the-mill. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, we had MR talk about salmon onigiri. Wow. Ooh. Salmon onigiri, yeah, no. I think this person might have a, a problem sort of understanding the definition of overrated. I think this would be drastically underrated. Um, and, well, I don't know. Com depending on the person, you know, right at the spot it would be, which is one of the legendary great items of the convening. Yeah, uh, no doubt about it. Um, next up here, Mike, we got uh, Ted binge-watching 2020 season two O'Neill. He said Slurpees. Uh, Slurpees, as we found out, there, there are like two Konbini in Tokyo that carry Slurpees, but I think he's mostly talking about the U.S. here. Um, yeah. and in I which think case, yeah, I, uh, in which case, that's the only good thing at the Konbini, <laughs> I would say, so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I guess it could be possibly un oh oh yeah definitely not over Slurpees are incredible yeah what am I saying Slurpees yeah. are fantastic yeah. then we have uh, Madie who I called to the stand uh, in my prosecution against Melon Pan she said the sandwiches which got nine <sighs> likes yeah I gotta say that's way off the marks these sandwiches are absolutely incredible yeah yeah no I agree wow sandwiches okay all right. And then uh, Baka Bacchus and May D uh, said Fammy Chicky. Uh, yeah. And that got a uh, collective 17 likes between those two tweets, Mike. So shots fired. Yeah. Well, you know, 17 people don't know what the hell they're talking about. But anyways, all right, Matt. Well, um, so uh, yeah, so thanks for everybody for for uh, letting us know what you think on Twitter. But I think uh, we're gonna get into our picks. Is that right? Yeah, that's right, Mike. All right, so uh, we each picked out three items that we think are overrated at the mm -hmm. Konbini. So uh, why don't we start off with your first one here, Mike? Let's see what you got picked out. Always a treat here to see what's going on in your world oh hmm. yeah matt um i think you're you might see where i'm going with this so this is one that um sort of goes back to the Combini tournament and i i think i'm just feeling still a little bit sore about this one matt if you remember tsukune so this is tsukune what is tsukune it's um it's uh chicken uh balls that are pierced on a stick um and Matt, the reason I'm bringing this back is because, if you remember, in the Kamini tournament, Tsukune actually won its first round as a 14 seed against none other than Oden. Oh. And it, it beat Oden pretty well. And, you know, when we were talking about overrated items, I was just thinking back to that matchup, and I just couldn't believe that more people thought that Tsukune was better than Oden. And so I had to say, we're talking about overrated items. This is incredible. I mean, this is, this is nothing compared to Oden. And if people think that Oden is worse than Skene, then we've got a, we got a big problem, Matt. Yeah, if, uh, if that's the measure uh, up against Oden, no doubt about it, Skene was way, uh, way overperformed in the Konbini mm -hmm. tournament. 
But um, yeah, in general, I think, you know, nobody gets excited about skune. It's just a ball of chicken that's skewered, especially when yeah. it's next to its brother, yakitori. Everybody gets oh, the yakitori. Mm-hmm. You know, who knows how long that skune has been sitting there in the hot box just waiting. It's like, it's like a, you know, it's like an ugly cat in the old... Uh, <laughs> in the shelter just hoping that one day uh, somebody's gonna come and take it off the shelf and bring it home and love it yeah. okay it's good uh interesting choice there mike uh i'm gonna bring up yeah. my item next okay what nikuman nikuman mike uh yeah let me be clear <laughs> let me be clear ladies and gentlemen Nikuman is one of the best products in the Konbini. If you go back to episode two or three, we each share our top three favorite Konbini items. I believe I had Nikuman almost in the top three. Now, Mike, I see you're, yeah. you're grimacing there. I don't know. Maybe our friendship has just been destroyed. I don't know. But here's the <laughs> deal. And I talked about this with Karen. And this is, this is her argument, which I thought was brilliant. Nikuman is absolutely okay. fantastic, but Pizzaman may be better. And Nikuman, hmm. it's so it's so good, it casts mm-hmm. it casts a shadow greater than its goodness and mm-hmm. overshadows unnecessarily the Pizzaman. So I Definitely, Nikuman is outstanding. One of the best products in the convenience, but I think it may just cast a little too much shade hey, Mike. on a product that hey, may be better going? Pizza Mon. It's going well. We took a week off, Mike, and so uh, we were just you know trying to dust off and scrape off the rust here, try to get back mm. in get back in convenience shape. You know, it's mm. not easy, but, uh, you know, stretching it out a little bit trying to get the gears going how are things in uh kudo bay yeah man same here yep took the week off um been a pretty good week uh as i was telling you i'm going golfing with my father-in-law for oh, the first yeah. time tomorrow oh, so yeah um, mm-hmm. you know a little bit nervous excited i think it's gonna be fun but um you know i got a lot to prove matt and i'm hoping that uh you know, I can step up and, um, you know, make him proud of uh, his son-in-law, you know. Just grip it and rip it, you know. That's yeah. all you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Matt. Well, hey, yeah. Hey, we skipped last week. We, we Let's just get right into it. And today, Matt, we've got one of the great campaigns. Oh, yeah. That we've ever seen. Ever and, seen. And um, I got to say, Matt. Be be you know, be upfront about this. This is Conveni adjacent. This is Conveni actually adjacent. this is coming out of Starbucks, Japan. Yeah. And Matt, we've talked about you know some of our favorite campaigns over the years. You know, we had the the Fine Cheese Grand Prix. We had the the legendary Big America McDonald's campaign. But Matt, I, I think that this new campaign might actually be on the level of the Big America campaign. And Matt, what we're talking about, this is Starbucks Japan, the 47 Jimoto Frappuccino campaign. And Jimoto means hometown. 
and there's 47 prefectures in Japan. So what, they've, what they're doing here is each prefecture is creating and presenting their own unique frappuccino that you can only buy in that prefecture. Um, and Matt, you know, we, we've been looking at this for the past week and just going crazy. I mean, this, we, we've really never seen anything like this. Yeah, Mike, I think this could be the best campaign I've ever seen. Um, and, you know, Starbucks, they may not know there's a pandemic going on because they've just given a reason for everyone to travel to all 47 prefectures. Yeah. This looks outstanding. You know, man, uh, I've probably been on this website for three, four hours. Last time I spent this much time looking at a Starbucks menu it was actually probably last Wednesday trying to figure out what a cocoa almond drizzle foam cloud cold brew was. <laughs> less sophisticated engineering on Dutch infrastructure projects, but that's the American Starbucks here. Here we got the Japanese Starbucks, a totally different animal and a way better mm -hmm. one. And wow, Mike, I got to say they nailed it with this campaign. And, um, you know, I think we, we each picked out a couple of Frappuccinos that caught our attention. Really all 47 are so are yeah. a sight to behold. Yeah. Everybody check out this website yeah, Matt. Um, yeah, just to share that, um, if you're watching the video, you can see it. But um, if you're listening, it's starbucks.co.jp slash cafe slash J-I-M-O-T-O underscore Frappuccino. And I really would advise everyone to get on here and look it out. But Matt, like you said, we've got 47 prefectures here, all of them just incredibly unique, featuring... Mm you know, produce, fruits, or sweets, mm. or things that are unique to their prefecture. Mm. Um, and yeah, Matt, so we're going to go ahead and take a, couple, a look at the couple that, that interest us. Um, we're going to look at yours first, Matt, and oh boy, coming out of Gifu. Wow. Yeah, Gifu, Mike. Actually, this is maybe one of the more boring ones. I think uh, just to mm -hmm. set the scene here, it's, it's coffee, jelly, and the image background here is just people uh, picnicking outside of a river. I think I think this was uh, probably the, the least exciting one. I, I, I thought it was sort of Starbucks uh, way of softly declaring there's actually nothing in Gifu, <laughs> um, which is right, <laughs> saying that I've never been there. But um, still, yeah. even out of nothing, they've made yeah. something beautiful. Coffee yes. jelly on the bottom, matcha powder on top. Whew, uh, I got to tell you, I'd make the trip out. I would make mm -hmm. that trip out. Yeah, man, this looks amazing. Like you were saying, like if you just read it and you just saw, yeah, like a coffee, coffee, um, jelly frappuccino with some matcha. Okay, cool. But like you get into this picture here and you see the different sort of assortment and the way they've kind of like combined all this together. It just looks amazing, Matt. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go on to mine, which I actually, this is my, the one I'm most interested in right here. <clears throat> Coming out of Hiroshima, Matt. Oh. We've got... The Hiroshima Seto Nai Lemon. Ooh. You remember the old Seto Nai Lemon. Citrus Frappuccino. Matt, this is um, Seto Nai. Uh, Hiroshima's on the Seto uh, inland sea of Japan, famous for their lemons. In the summer, just summer. getting that lemon mm -hmm. with the citrus as well. You see, this is not just lemon. It looks like we've got some, some red in there as well, which is something, mm -hmm. I'm sure. Matt, this just looks amazing for a summer. God, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah, this looks like a sunset, Mike. You know, this looks like uh, 
you know, you're hanging out eight o'clock at night, watching the sun go down and the sky just lights up 12 different colors and it, it is majestic. Ooh, gotta mm. agree with you. Hot as hell in Japan in the summer. Oh, yeah. What could be better than a little citrus frappuccino? Yes, sir. All right. So going on to your next one. Hey. All right, Mike. This is out of Fukui. So I'm hanging in the Hokuriku region here. And hey. um, whoa, what do we got here, Mike? We got puffed rice inside oh, of a frappuccino here. God. Again, matcha comes in yet again. But we got puffed oh. rice, crunchy puffed rice mm. inside of the frappuccino. And I can imagine... You know, you suck one of those boys up in that fat straw, you get that crunch, crunch, crunch. That'll mm. make your day. Mm. Ooh, I love the play on texture here, Mike, out of yeah. Fukui. Yeah, yeah. Fukui, you know, um, famous for their matcha as well. But, you know, there are a couple other places that matcha... Um, um, but yeah, putting their extra little spin on it with that little crunchy inside. Mm. I don't think I've ever had a frappuccino with crunch in it um mm. matt this looks amazing and shout out to fukui you know i mean um yeah. hey right right there next to yeah right next to ishikawa all right matt i'm going on to my next one. Oh, hey yes. buddy yep. yes sir yes my friend Ooh, yes yep. yamanashi mm. prefecture matt known for its grapes one of the and it's mm. actually famous in japan for its wine and so that's why you're seeing these grapes oh. here um matt Oh boy, let me tell you. There's this one is not so incredible. You would think if you just saw this, say, "Oh, this looks okay." Matt, this is not just grape. This is white chocolate cream. Ooh. Ooh. With that grape sauce and the grape in mm. there. Mm. Are you kidding me? Like, mm. and these these are the kinds of touches that I'm talking about on every single one of these. You just look at this, you think it's like some cream, okay, that's great with um grapes. That sounds nice. But then that the white chocolate, that, oh, mm. that little spin they put on it, Matt. This mm. one, and man, this just looks amazing. Yeah, Mike, and you think you've had a grape before, but then you have one of these mm. grapes and you realize mm. you've, you've never tasted what a grape <laughs> actually tastes like. These things are juicy, sweet, bombs, and the, again, the color on this, Mike. You slap a pair of heels on this and it looks like you could walk down the red carpet head into the oscars <laughs> this thing is just beautiful wow oh, wow congratulations again to yamanashi to yamanashi for sure all right matt so looking at the last one that you picked up oh. yeah yeah mike this is nagano here Shit. and uh we gotta talk apples oh my and, god ooh, mike we got Starting up top, caramel drizzle, okay? But then mm. sitting on the bottom, we got like a an apple sauce, chunky apple, almost like a compote sitting on the bottom. Mm -hmm. What's better mm -hmm. than caramel with apples in a frappuccino? Are you kidding me? Uh, oh my goodness, this looks outrageously good. Yeah, and like, again... Another thing about this that makes this campaign so good is it's, of course, the flavor is going to be great. You got the each, you know, local produce, but like each one just looks so different. This one split with that white cream in the middle and the bottom with that apple and then the caramel up top. Mm. I mean, this just looks outstanding. And um, yeah, Nagano, you know, known for their apples as apples. well. Oh, boy. Mm. Um, 
All right, Matt, going on my last one. This one's kind of a little bit more, um, maybe the most <laughs> yes. questionable of the, uh, of, the, uh, of the ones. This is Hokkaido. Mm. Yeah, still looks good. This is corn, Matt. This mm. is the corn-flavored, mm. creamy corn-flavored uh, frappuccino out of Hokkaido. Um, this one I actually brought up because... Um, my coworker who actually first told me about this campaign is it actually lives in Hokkaido, and I was hmm. saying, and I said, "Oh, what's Hokkaido's? It's it's got to be melon, right? You know, like I would I imagine it's melon." Yeah. She said, "No, it's it's corn," and I said, "Oh, okay." And apparently, there's another. I'm trying to find the other prefecture. I don't know if I'm gonna. Oh, Ibaraki Prefecture is also famous for their melon, and so I think that. You know, Ibaraki Prefecture, the only thing they've got is melon, you know, whereas Hokkaido's got, I mean, pretty yeah. much everything. And so I think it was one of those situations where Hokkaido was probably like, all right, you know, we'll do corn, you know, go ahead, Ibaraki, you can take your, uh, you can take your melon. Yeah, Mike, this, it sounds a little, I bet it's good. Corn is sweet. And yeah. again, the, the beauty of this product is spectacular. You have a yellow trail that starts at the top of that whipped cream, runs all the way bottom to the cup. Mm -hmm. And I, I'll tell you, I would follow that yellow brick road all the way to the bottom. It oh. looks absolutely delicious. Yeah, man. All right. And <clears throat> just real quick, because they're both two places that are very near and dear to us. Ishikawa had the hoji cha um uh frappuccino which sounds you know pretty with pretty standard for ishikawa what you'd expect but matt again they're adding that extra twist they're they're adding that gold leaf on gold top leaf. there famous for ishikawa oh man and that cream mixed with that hoji cha looks amazing and then just one more i just wanted to pick up real quick where i am right now matt and that's toyama and that's just a very simple mm. looking well not a very simple looking that's a beautiful looking watermelon Water. frappuccino and you see what they did there at the top there to yeah, add that rind. extra the rind look of this i mean it looks like a it looks like a watermelon looks like a watermelon just yeah, looks you have the green dust on top for the rind you have whipped cream that sort of white mm -hmm. layer before you get to the bright red flesh of the frappuccino oh, God. wow another winner for summertime there yeah man um all right, Matt. Well, okay. So we've taken a look at uh, Japan's 47, but um, we actually were talking and we're saying, hey, you know what? What if, what if this came to America and yeah. we had the 50 G-Moto Frappuccino in America? Yeah. Um, what would it look like in our home states? And um, so we both took a little bit of time, I think, to imagine mm -hmm. what would our local pride Mm. frappuccino b um and so uh yeah i think we both kind of thought it through um so how about you matt do you want to go first yeah mike massachusetts all right food wise we're a seafood state mike mm -hmm. so i went with the fisherman's platter frappuccino with a tartar sauce <laughs> whipped cream and a fenway frank straw <laughs> And then the main beverage component is going to be a polar seltzer coffee fizz. Okay, polar seltzer, the great Worcester-based coffee company. You got the Fenway Frank Ooh. for the socks. But the fisherman's platter, Mike, we all, we love it. 
you know, you get the fried scallops, you get the fried haddock, you get the fried shrimp, and you stack <laughs> it all up until it's an impossibly large plate of food, oh. barely hanging on to the one or two paper plates that it rests on. And then you get that tartar sauce. You mm. might go through a whole damn jar of it by the time you're done. But that's what I would go with, Mike. You know, some shrimp in there, scallops on top, tartar sauce, whip. Then wait, Frank Straw. Polar seltzer. Coffee fizz. <laughs> wait, so when you say you would go with the fisherman plate, you're, you're talking about you would literally have yeah. the, uh, the seafood in that frappuccino. So you got the tartar sauce, whipped cream on top. Mm-hmm. And then you got, you know, like a shrimp cocktail. You just slap one of those fried shrimp Ooh. into the tartar sauce whip. You got a scallop in there. You know, you got a <laughs> you got a piece of haddock. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't know it if that would... Could, Ronnie's. Could, so you... com, comes from Ronnie's, too. You got to stick okay. a fried clam in there, too. So you couldn't drink this, I guess. This would be no, more... No, it's, uh, it's got the polar seltzer coffee fizz, which you drink through the Fenway Frank straw. But then, yeah, the, the seafood components you would eat whole. Yeah. Okay, you know, okay. Dip I into the tartar sauce whip. So that's interesting. So it'd be like it would, you would have a drink and a, a meal. It'd be a fully, like, you, you'd have it all there. Yeah, no, it's all in one. It's a single package. That's right. It's a bundle. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? That I don't know about that one. But it sounds... <laughs> All right. What do you got for Maryland? What's what's? Yeah, I'm curious to see what's coming out of Maryland here. I'm glad you asked, Matt, because I've I prepared a little bit of a slide <laughs> oh, Jesus here. Jesus Christ! <laughs> the dumbest Matt... shapes for a state out there, by the way. What the hell is Maryland? Jeez, All right, Maryland Gimoto Frappuccino. I'd like to give you my PowerPoint presentation here, Matt. <laughs> so Maryland, you know, Maryland. Again, um, great state. Like you said, strange shape, um, but it's got a lot of good things going for it. Let me get my first slide here, Matt. Um, have you ever heard of the Oriole, Matt? Have you ever heard of the bird, the Oriole? That's a pretty handsome looking bird. I didn't actually know an Oriole was a real bird. I thought it was just a baseball team. So this is, uh, this is, I've learned something. Very handsome orange bird. Very handsome. An orange mat. A very rare color for birds, I, I think. I don't know much about birds. But um, that's right. And like you said, that's where we get our, the Baltimore Orioles, the famous major league team. Maybe you've heard of the Iron Man, Matt. Um, Cal Ripken. Cal Ripken. Yeah. Yeah, Cal course. Ripken, and maybe you've heard of uh, Chris Davis, the uh, the worst baseball player of all time. Yeah, he was supposed to be the the new sort of fr- you know face of the franchise, but he's currently batting one fifteen. <laughs> so that's, that's tough. It's tough. So um, what else do we have? What else? We've got yeah. blue crabs, Matt. The famous <laughs> blue crabs. I know. I know you're in you know up in Massachusetts. You probably laugh at our our crabs, but no. let me tell you, they're they're damn good and they're blue. That's a very that famous color. Um, and we also have that famous seasoning, Old Bay seasoning, Matt. Do you know about Old Bay seasoning? I know, I know Old Bay. I don't think anybody actually knows what Old Bay is. I don't either. I have no <laughs> idea. I'm aware of it, yeah. All right, Matt. So I've, 
Yeah, I don't know what it is either. I'm going to be completely honest. But it's it's packages it's, out there. Yeah, it, it's you know it's like peppery. It's a little bit spicy. It's got a, yeah. kind of a distinct taste to it. All right, Matt. So that brings me to the final product here. What have we got? The Maryland Gimoto <laughs> Frappuccino. <laughs> We've got the oranges, Matt. We got some orange in there for the Orioles. We've got some grapes oh, in there for the blue crabs. Wow. And then on the top, Matt, we've got some we got some old bay sprinkled on top. <laughs> actually, that sounds pretty good, actually. Right? I think that'd be yeah, alright. I see. I see what you did there. No, that's pretty damn good. Um hmm. I like it. I like it. I think that would be pretty tasty. I like the old bay touch. I like you know, I took kind of a literal approach. You did a much nicer job of of uh of uh, imagining the yeah. key components of Maryland into uh, a realistic food, Oriole, into an orange, the uh, blue crab into grapes. Right. But I, I think that's an important point. And I think would be the trouble of doing it in the States is like, I don't like, I, there's really nothing. Yeah. Like if you're going to do it for real, I think you'd have to do something like what you did. Cause that is what you act, you know, like what you you're known for. Where's like Maryland? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think we could do anything. Um, so I, I could imagine it would be it would be uh, it would be tough in the states. But um, all right, Matt. Well, hey, I again, I think we should just pay respects to this amazing campaign out of Starbucks. I mean, really, the best that that we've seen. Really, <laughs> truly, the best. <laughs> all right. We got to move on, Mike. We got a yeah. lot to cover for yeah, the rest yeah, of the do. program. We're actually mm-hmm. we're gonna have to bang through it a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chicky Wars, Mike, are on fire this yeah. week. A Good whole God. lot of new chickies coming out. We're gonna start over at Family Mart, Mike. Out of Family Mart, we have a new Poke Chicky Pepper Mayo out, Mike. Poke Chicky, of course, their take on the uh, Karaage Kun Chicken Nugget. Uh, what's mm-hmm. your take on these uh, uh, pepper mayo poke chicky, Mike? Yeah, Matt. Um, hey, poke chicky's back, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I got to say, it doesn't look great. I'm going to be completely honest. Mm. They've got those big chunks of pepper in there. And then on the cover, they've got like full kernels of pepper. So I guess they're really promoting that like big crackle of pepper. I don't know, man. They look like chocolate chip cookies. Um, they don't look like they don't look great. Uh, yeah, not. I'm not super excited about this one. Yeah, that's right, Mike. On the cover, they say "arabiki," which means kind of rough chop, big chunks. And uh, yeah, these things look like they belong on uh, Doctor Pimple Popper here. These things would make her uh, top ten blackhead list 2021 no doubt yeah chocolate chip cookies or chicken nuggets who knows what these are get yeah. it out of here get it moving out. on all right out so fammy chicky new fammy chicky out building off the pepper here mike this is a shigeki black pepper shigeki meaning like uh, intense extreme uh what's your take on this one mike well, this one I'm much more excited about than the Poke Chicky. Um, we've seen, actually, I don't know. I, I, I think we've seen a, a pepper chicky yeah, or family chicky before, but I don't know if we've seen a shigeki pepper. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. This thing should really, really blast you. And if it does, that's exciting. Um, 
because I do like like that like sort of like intense pepper flavor, um, and combined with the juice of the the famine chick, I think that that would probably do well. Um, but uh, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. What, what do you think? Yeah, I bet it's pretty good. You know, nothing. Uh, what's wrong with a little a uh, little dusting of pepper in there? I am you know curious if they're going to follow through on the shigeki promise. How intense mm-hmm. is this black pepper actually going to be? Yeah. Who knows? Um, but yeah, we've seen black pepper chicky like three, four times. Yeah. So I don't know if it's yep. that big of a deal. All right, Mike. Yep. On to some more exciting stuff. I'd have lost it here, Mike. We're going to lead off with the Ume Shiso skin wrapped <sighs> fried chicken balls. This is the innovation that began at Lawson a couple of months ago where they are mm. managing to wrap chicken in skin stuff it and then fry it what do you think mike i love it i love how this is going i was worried that we were going to start going off onto some in some weird territory with these uh with this new innovation that they had but this one sounds pretty good the ume shiso that sort of tart um flavor in there and I love that that chicken skin, um, mm. and uh, that just looks damn good. Wow, um, yeah, it looks great. Looks amazing. Fried chicken skin, Mike, stuffed with juicy chicken and ume shiso to cut the fat. Mm. That sounds outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I think Lawson's doing everything right with this new technology that they've developed. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, Next one up, they have a new El Chicky, Mike. This isn't really new. It's the El Chicky cheese, but uh, it's a new take on it, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> yeah, just to kind of frame this up for our listeners here. This is an El Chicky. Maybe it looks like the chicken meat is not thigh meat. It looks like it's been um, like ground up and reshaped into a triangle. So it it looks like minced chicken that's been fried. And then the cheese almost looks like a pat of butter. Yeah. Like you're having a stack of flapjacks or something. I don't know <laughs> if it penetrates through. Right. That's a good point. The chicken, it's unclear. But yeah, Mike, what do you think about this El Chiqui here? Yeah, just like you said, those are the questions I have. Like if this is just like triangles of a chicky with, I, I guess it's, I, I don't I, yeah it doesn't make any sense I, I it doesn't seem that this cheese goes all the way through because if it did it would it would literally be like a stick of butter size of cheese going <laughs> through chicken it's like a block and of that cheese just, and, yeah, yeah a block of cheese and that just doesn't make any sense but if that is the case then what the hell is this it I is it just thin like sections divots that they put this cheese into <laughs> This is very confusing. I, I actually really want to get this because I just um, it's a, it's kind of like a mystery, you know. Yeah, we're gonna have to learn more about it. A lot of questions on this one. What the fuck? And they do Bizarre. say it is breast meat here, so this is yeah, this is not thigh meat. This is uh, this is this is strange. I don't like where this, this is, is heading. Strange. No, I don't like that at all. All right, Mike. Last one up. We got some new Kataage kun out. This is probably known flavor number. 220 mm. on the Karaage Kun list. This is UFO Outer Space, Mike, with the Noko Rich Sauce. Gosh, um, <laughs> your thoughts on this one, Mike? Matt, um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I actually had it. 
I just had it today, Matt. Um, I went in, I saw it, and I picked it up. So maybe you should maybe give your impressions first, and I'll, I'll kind of right. like verify right. or, yeah. Well, I like the idea of a rich sauce. I'm not mm -hmm. a fan of what these look like uh, rocks. They're meant to look like yes. meteorites <laughs> that are crashing into Earth. And so they look like black rocks, <laughs> not chicken. And I guess the the black uh, coating, that's the no-co, that's the rich sauce, I assume. Yeah. I do like the packaging where they have the Kata Agekun mascot flying in on fire, ready to crash into Earth. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it, for, it, there's nothing appealing, um, about mm -hmm. this product because again, it, it looks like rocks. Yes. Yes. Rocks, coal. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, Matt, I, I'm not giving this my, uh, two thumbs up or even really one thumb up. Um, so this is, yeah, this is a tie up with the UFO, the, the famous, um, yakisoba sort of, um, cup men sort of thing. Um, which is like, yeah, has the really like strong sauce flavor. And I'm not a, I gotta be honest, I just, I'm not like a super like sauce guy, you know? Um, and so I, I didn't really like it. My, my said, I didn't actually give her any, or, or she, she wasn't with me. Um, so she didn't have a chance to have any, but she thought it, it looked, she, she thought it looked really tasty, but yeah, Matt, I don't know. And that color was just as you see, just like completely black, um, not not great not great to be honest yeah not a lot of curb appeal in the hot box there all right that wraps up the chicky wars this week mike again it was mm -hmm. a busy week nice to see things heat up but uh yeah we have some uh, things to investigate uh to follow up on here yes yes matt all right well um we're gonna head over to the scoreboard now matt um and uh yeah i'm gonna hit you with some numbers here just to go right into it Okay, Matt, we've got Family Mart, 49 items, Lawson, 30 items, 7-Eleven, 95, Mini Stop, 27, Daily Yamazaki, 6, Seiko Mart, 8, New Days, 19. Any thoughts? No, yeah, everybody's playing right in their wheelhouse. Family Mart seems a little bit down, but otherwise it seems like everybody's uh, steady Eddie over there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, not not much to uh, comment on this week, I think. So um, let's just head right into our winners and losers, Matt. So, um, you know, each week we pick up an item that we like and an item that we mm. don't like. Um, this week, let's start with you. Um, and so here, we're going to go right to you. What is your loser for this week? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, <this is> <laughs> Yeah, Mike, this is out of 7-Eleven. This, <laughs> this is the pizza stick. Um, yeah, Mike, this should come with a Prozac prescription. If you're eating this half-baked, pale-as-fuck, floppy pizza with stale sauce, corn, and some identifiable wisps of green, you better phone a friend here. They should print the suicide hotline on the bottom of this thing. And again, you'd be four bites in, realize you actually do want to kill yourself, turn it over and see just half the number. So maybe that's not the best idea, but Mike, this is the sorriest version of pizza I think we've ever seen. Maybe even yep. worse than the pizza sando. It looks like yep. um yep. it looks like a poor man's French baguette pizza frozen pizza. <laughs> I mean, it looks like uh it looks like you put one of those uh, French baguette frozen pizzas into a mental institution for four years, and this is how, this is what it came out looking like. I mean, this is bad, Mike. This is bad. 
This is bad. This is really bad. Um, Matt, it's, it's difficult to tell from this picture what the dimensions are, but the price is telling 148 and apparently they've taken Seiko Mart's pricing system and now they're doing decimals as well, 159.84 yen. So this is, I imagine, a small little stick here, Matt. Um, this is not a large serving of a, of a pizza stick. Um, this is very, very sad. This is, what do we got here? We got a little bit of corn. We got maybe cheese. I, I think we can call that cheese. It could be mayonnaise. And then some, I guess, sauce, Matt. Um, but do you see the, the green stuff kind of poking oh. out? You see that? What is that? You think I that's piman, maybe? Maybe pepper? I don't know. It's like, it's like, uh, wisps of something. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I mean, that's... And you know what they they're, they're you know what they they'd probably try and slap half a day's vegetable on this Matt. This is this is the kind of sham we're running here. <laughs> Matt, this is this is a sham in many ways. This is this is really stretching the definition of pizza. Um, yeah, total big total time. loser. Big time. All right, Matt. Um, going on to mine now. I'm sorry to do this. Oh. We're heading over to Dale <laughs> Yamazaki. Matt. Um, oh boy. Um, we're, we're heading down over to here. <laughs> Matt, this is the, um, Odashi ga tarako no aji o hikitatemasu. This is the butter and dashi tarako. Tarako being like, um, mentaiko, the, the fish row spaghetti, Matt. Um, mm -hmm. and, okay, let's just take a look at this picture. What do we got here? It looks like we've got some sort of mold growing on top of this, uh, <laughs> The spaghetti, which I assume is nori, which I think yeah, is uh, God sea, yeah, seaweed. All right, Matt, we've got a bowl of spaghetti. In the middle, we've got a circle of tarako, that um, that that yeah. row. Then on top of that, we've got a slice of uh, of butter. You know, a yeah. nice slice of butter there. And then it's hard to tell through the picture, but half of this is covered in that nori, that seaweed. Half of it is covered. In katsuobushi, which is the um, the dried fish flakes. Oh, that's what that is. So, Matt, um, yeah, this, like, across the board, this just kind of, like, is not working for me. This is not an item that I'd be interested in. I'm interested in all of these individually, but together, you know, it just doesn't, doesn't work. And um, unfortunately for a daily Yamazaki, they couldn't really pull together the sort of digital editing to you know present this in a way that seems appetizing so yeah this is this one's no good for me yeah you know i i normally uh don't check out daily yamazaki because you know it's almost like you're picking on them i mean i think yeah. we've talked yeah. about this a lot their photographer mm -hmm. maybe matthew brady the famed civil war <laughs> photographer i mean it's just it's that bad mike um the quality of these is just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I hate ta tarako. Ooh, and that's a big old pile of it. Oh, yeah. uh, plus the bonito. Mm. You know, you're playing with fire on two fronts there. I yeah, bonito actually don't mind at all. It's quite sure, quite tasty once you mix it in. But uh, you know, when it's dancing on top of uh, some tarako there, that could get a little dicey. Especially, you know, it's summertime, Mike. Can't imagine myself uh, mixing in a big pat of butter into a creamy no. pasta with full oh. of fish eggs there and sucking that down. So, oh. yeah, that's a tough that's a tough one this week out of Daily Yamazaki. <laughs> 
Yeah, man. All right. Okay. So we had some some pretty serious losers this week. Let's hover it over to our winners, and I'm I'm really excited to see what you got this week. What do we got? Yeah, Mike. Uh, mm. Grapes are back for the second time yep. in this episode. We got the Mitsuya mm-hmm. Kyoho grape cider here, Mike. I'm a big grape guy. I love grapes, Japanese grapes, oh, yeah. especially Kyoho, which are big, juicy grapes mm. that you peel. You got to peel them to get the full (laughs) effect. Again, you think you've had a grape before? No, you haven't until you've had one of these boys. These are juice bombs. Mm. But um, this brought back some memories, Mike, because uh, one of my most embarrassing moments while in Japan (laughs) was during a festival. (laughs) Told this story to you several times, but they were passing around a big plate of food and fruit and uh here come the kyoho and you know they asked me hey matt you like kyoho yeah i do like kyonyu everybody starts laughing laughing i i misheard right i thought i heard mm-hmm. kyonyu they were saying hey matt you like kyoho yeah i love i love kyonyu everybody's chuckling having a good time <laughs> i look it up the next day it turns out kyonyu means giant boobs so i was declaring in front of all these strangers that i love giant boobs and they thought that was pretty funny. And I still think it's pretty funny. So, um, yeah, Mike, this one brought back some good <laughs> memories, and it looks damn good. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I can imagine people would be, you know, surprised um, when you just say, like, I love big breasts. You know, that's uh, I, when I meet people for the first time, that's usually what I tell them. Um, but no, man, I, yeah, one of the, one of the great... Um, stories from your times in Japan. Um, yeah, man, this looks great. Um, I agree. I'm a huge grape person as well. And especially Japanese grapes. Like these are not, like you said, you're not going to go to Safeway and pick up, you know, you know, some, some of these grapes. No way. Um, these, these are the top of the line, uh, grapes right here. And, um, yeah, with the Mitsuya, um, which, uh, makes it really nice. The cider, you know, famous Mitsuya cider, famous, their uh, sort of carbonated beverage. Um, and um, Matt, I, I think this looks great. You know, um, today introducing the um, the, the Starbucks um, out of uh, Yamanashi, I think it was. Yamanashi, yeah. Yeah, um, really got me in the mood for the, for the grapes. And I see that we were sort of on the same wavelength there. Oh, yeah. um, Matt, this looks great. And uh, always good to have a nice carbonated non-alcoholic beverage in the summer as well so mm-hmm. i really like this yep. all right matt i'm gonna go into my winner here then hey we're coming out of seiko mart and boom right there she is matt um okay so what do we got this is a little strange for me um matt what we have is the <laughs> you see right here matt a half a day's worth of vegetables salad salad bowl out of Seiko Mart. And I got to say, Matt, yeah. Seiko Mart is a straight shooter. Yeah. And when they say half a day's vegetables, they are not kidding. Look at this thing, Matt. This is a salad bowl. We've got probably half a cucumber. We got some nice slices of, of tomato. We got broccoli. We got carrot. We got peppers. We've got lettuce. We've got onion. We've got a couple sauces in the background, Matt. Um, I, I just, you know... I'm really happy to see this out of Seiko Mart and just kind of like raises my sort of uh, standing of, of Seiko Mart a little yeah. bit more. Um, you know, they're, they're what they say. Um, they say it and they mean it. And um, it's good to see some, you know, some, some true advertising for once 
on the subject of vegetables, the kombini. This looks great. If you're, you're a vegetable person, I think this would be something great um, for you. And um, in general, it just looks like a, like a great dish. Yeah, Mike, I was a little confused when it first pop up, popped up on screen here, but then I did see the half-day vegetable claim. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you are on a rampage, sort of uh, Liam Neeson taken style <laughs> rampage <laughs> against these half-day vegetable uh, claims. Across the Conveni, 7-Eleven being the uh, probably worst offender. Oh, God. Um, this does look, this looks like a damn good salad, though. I got to yeah. say, yeah. that's a that's a big old pile of cucumbers there. You're going to, uh, yeah. man, get your uh, elevation tracker out. You're climbing a little hill there, eating those cucumbers. <laughs> Two big old slices of tomatoes um, sitting on a pile of lettuce and then you got yeah it looks like broccoli over there it's got some cut up peppers this looks really yeah. good and i like that it comes with uh two kinds yeah. of dressing you don't choose yeah. it just comes yeah. with two kinds of dressing i like that that this looks damn good yeah yeah rare to see a great um salad from the convini um i think it's something that they struggle with and uh yeah and that's a real salad that's a real salad and that's a I'd just like to put this out there. This is a shot at the rest of the convenience. Just stop with this half a day's vegetable crap. If you're going to do it, do it like this. Madam, I rest my case for the day. All right. God damn it. Hey, you got to cool off there, Mike. Maybe Sorry, have man. one of those frappuccinos. All right. So um, that's it, everybody. That's the episode. Thanks for tuning in. Um, like to give a big shout out to our supporters who have bought us uh, Chicky Carrie, St. Michael. Wow, she bought us 20 chickies, and we confirmed not by accident uh, two weeks thank ago. You. So thank you again, Carrie. You funded our uh, our goal for the year, which was to uh, pay for our Canva Pro account so we can make really stupid images to post on Twitter. Also, thanks to Crew of Japan for buying us uh, a couple chip chickies as well, Jeff Bailey and also thank you for the chicky if you do want to buy us a chicky support the podcast head over to buy a, buymeacoffee.com slash convenient boys and buy us a chicky um okay uh yeah please share rate the podcast apple podcast spotify wherever you get your podcasts you can also check us out on youtube see everything that we're talking about subscribe and like also follow us on twitter we're really active although i kind of took a week off so sorry about that everybody also we're on facebook instagram uh, if you have a convenient memory or convenient composition, leave it at anchor.fm slash boys. Mike, hey, I'll see you at the convenient. See you at the convenient, Matt. <laughs>